As believers, we are called to be different, to live different than the rest of the world. This difference gets others' attention and shows a different way of living. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda with Ready Your Future, and this is a Bible devotional with a preparedness application. We've been looking at the life of Abraham, and we're going to continue on looking at Genesis chapter 21, verses 22 to 34. And we'll read this one and jump into this one really quick. Now, it came about at the time that Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his army, spoke to Abraham, saying, God is with you in all that you do. Now, therefore, swear to me here by God that you will not deal falsely with me or with my offspring or with my posterity, but according to the kindness that I have shown to you, you shall show to me and to the land in which you have sojourned. Abraham said, I swear it. But Abraham complained to Abimelech because of the well of water which the servants of Abimelech had seized. And Abimelech said, I do not know who has done this thing. You did not tell me, nor did I hear of it until today. So Abraham took sheep and oxen and gave them to Abimelech, and the two of them made a covenant. Then Abraham set seven ewe lambs of the flock by themselves. Abimelech said to Abraham, What do these seven ewe lambs mean, which you have set by themselves? And he said, You shall take these seven ewe lambs from my hand, so that it may be a witness to me that I dug this well. Therefore he called the place Beersheba, because there the two of them took an oath. So they made a covenant at Beersheba, and Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his army, arose and returned to the land of the Philistines. Abraham planted a tamarisk tree at Beersheba, and there he called on the name of the Lord, the everlasting God. And Abraham sojourned in the land of the Philistines for many days. I think it's interesting that uh, water was a big deal at those days as well. So, you know, as we as we look at this scripture, Abimelech, you know, he's he was a powerful man. He's got a commander, you know, of his army, and he's looking at Abraham and he realizes that God is with Abraham and he's blessed in everything that he does. And so he's this blessed guy and everything that he does, everything works out, turns out. And so Abimelech is concerned that eventually one day Abraham's blessings will make him greater than himself. And so he's thinking about the future. He's thinking about his children. He's thinking about his descendants and and what's going to happen in the future. So he decides the best thing to do is to make this covenant with Abraham. I mean, he's on friendly terms with Abraham. And so like, hey, let's make this covenant to where, you know, you are going to, or your descendants will uh, treat my descendants kindly like I have done to you, right? And so they make this covenant and they do what they need to do for that. But then Abraham deals with this other thing of the water and, you know, the the well that he has dug. And and that was a big deal. You know, it's like they, uh, water was, it was uh, very much needed. But what's the application here? So there's a lot of different things that we can talk about. I just want to talk about one thing briefly. Just like Abimelech, people around us should see a difference in us compared to the rest of the world. I'm, I'm talking from the believer's standpoint, right? So they might think of us as weird or fanatical sometimes. I mean, who, you know, just on the outside, who wants to get up early on a Sunday morning to go to church or, you know, go to a, a service maybe midweek if that's what you do? Uh, who wants to have restrictions on what they can and can't do, especially when people think, man, I mean, you're really giving up some of that fun stuff that people do. And then, of course, giving money, you know, giving money to ministries and giving money to the church. You know, it's just some people would look at that as just like, man, that's just kind of crazy. But this is just one way that believers are viewed. There is then the other way when when they get to know us, 
and we start to build relationships with us with them, they should see us as loving and caring and someone who's willing to pray with them and help them when possible, someone who comes alongside them when they're having a, a rough time. And so on the outside, people see, and they might see this you know, difference in us, but then in the relationships, when those relationships are built, when we're bumping up against people in everyday life, they should see another difference. They should see a difference of someone who is caring, right? Someone who, who really has this, the, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and, and the love of Jesus in, in, in their lives. So the true believer lives differently than the rest of the world, and it should draw their attention to God the Father, right? Draw, draw others' attention, non-believers, to God the Father. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 to 16, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven." See, Christians are never supposed to like circle the wagons and just wait for Jesus to come back. We're supposed to be out there letting our light shine. So what's the prepper application here? Although preppers believe in operational security and they work hard not to share that with the whole world, right? We don't share that we're stockpiling supplies for emergencies, whatever that might be. We do live differently than most of the world. I mean, we keep an eye on what is happening in the world and look ahead at what might be coming on the horizon so that we can be prepared, whether that is, you know, a hurricane that, that's forming, whether that is, you know, the fire hazards that are out there, uh, whether it's a big, you know, storm event, and then all the economic and all the other things that are out there as well. You know, we keep an eye on those types of things. And sometimes people, if we're talking about those openly, people might think that we're kind of weird, but we should share the message of preparedness. And I know that this is a really hard one for a lot of people to, to, to get and to understand, but there are people that we bump up against every day that we, you know, around the water cooler, around, around work, uh, you know, the lunchrooms and, and, and where we work and, uh, maybe where we go and, and we work out or, uh, you know, wherever, where, wherever we, we go and we, we do life, we have relationships with these people. They have families and, you know, we can be a difference in their life when we talk about preparedness. We don't need to spill the whole, you know, uh, pantry. We don't need to talk about all the different plans, but we can talk about, you know, the, the basics of getting prepared and why it's important and why it is helpful. So just like believers can be or should be a difference maker as, as those of us who prep, we can be a difference maker in the lives of others, especially the lives of others that we bump against every day and we have relationships with them and we care about them um, so that they could see a need to get better prepared. All right, that's it for this one. Let me go ahead and pray with you. Father, I pray for my preparedness friends. Lord, I, I pray that, um, first of all, that they would know who you are and know the love of Jesus and that they would be right with you. And then also that they would see the need to, to share preparedness with other people as well. And that they would, you know, not fear giving up the, you know, the, everything that they do, but that they would uh, realize that, you know, they can help other people, that they could be a difference in other people's lives. So we thank you for that. And we ask you to give us the words and, and help us to, to share that message and to ultimately be a difference in other people's lives. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, if you are looking for other resources to, uh, 
build and, and improve your your spiritual life, your faith. I have some in the description of the episode. You can go check those out. Uh, big ones are you know how to read your Bible and then how to how to pray. And so there's information there that you can check out. And then there's always uh, the church. Uh, the church podcast if you want to go check that out. All right, with that one, I'm going to go ahead and sign off. God bless. Y'all have a great week. Peace.